Vincent is sitting in bed, or rather he's arched backwards. As soon as the social worker disappeared down to the second floor, he sneaked out and ran to the toilet. And now, afterwards, he has to bandage his entire stomach again. Felix seems to have given up. He's breathing more peacefully and leaning against the edge of the bed. A bandaged little brother perhaps doesn't alarm him so much anymore. What the hell happened out there, Leo? Has she gone? It sounded like it. She's coming right back. Did she say anything else about Mama? Leo sinks down by his younger brothers, against the same hard edge of the bed. Felix, Mama's going to be gone a few days. How many? A few. How many? I don't know. How many? I don't know. Felix isn't satisfied. Leo sees a facial expression that is so familiar, knows that his brother intends to keep asking until he gets an answer. There isn't one. And it's as if Felix senses that. Instead of keeping on repeating how many, he starts to laugh. A sort of laugh none of them has heard before. More like a giggle, it doesn't take shape on the inside where it usually does. It comes into being far out in the mouth, at the lips, comes from nowhere and isn't connected with anything. It slowly gains in strength and he starts to talk at the same time, half giggling, half speaking, about the mummy in the bed and the cop and the social services lady, and then all the blood spots on the floor. Leo, the blood must have spurted, spurted! Felix is giggling, and Leo doesn't have the energy to listen anymore. He climbs up into the bed next to Vincent. Everything okay, my littlest brother? The stomach is finished, rebandaged in new, careful layers. But the fingers of his right hand are free, and Vincent brings these to his mouth before he answers by drawing the loop of the bandage up a little above the upper lip. Yes! And then he draws the next loop of bandage down, a little below the lower lip. No! And again, up and again, down. Yes! No! Up and down, the small opening in front of his mouth is closed and opened. Yes! No! Yes! No! Yes! No! until Leo gingerly strokes the bandaged cheek. Excellent, little brother. That's really good. Then the doorbell rings out there again. He closes the door carefully and hurries towards the monotonous signal. It's the social services lady and, behind her, Agneta. They're smiling. We'll do what you suggested. The social services lady is maybe smiling the most. She's the one who's talking. So, Agneta will look in on you, at least this evening and tonight and in the morning, and then we'll take it from there. Her coat is hanging on one of the hooks under the shelf for hats. She buttons one button after another and looks for a long time at Leo, who hopes that they remain at a distance so that the giggling won't erupt. But there's one condition. Yes? That Agneta can come and go exactly as often as she needs to. She and I will stay in contact the whole time. Okay, Leo? Okay, Agneta? He nods, and they both wait for Agneta to do the same. But she doesn't answer, and they soon understand why. Her gaze has become fixed a little further off in the stairwell, just where Mama stumbled and hit hardest. The only patch he didn't really wipe away. There was quite a lot of blood there, and he was in a hurry. He waits until they've gone. 
The cleaning bucket is still in the bathroom where he left it. He fills it with warm water and a dash of dish detergent, wets the rag and rubs with the whole weight of his body pressed against the stone floor until the last drops that hadn't been mopped up are gone. Now he knows exactly what to do.